So, hi everyone, and welcome to the Huntsman's Hydra, where today we are starting our first session of Lore of Etheria, The Lost Druid. Uh, I am joined by some amazing folks here, and their links will be in the chat. Uh, but let's start out with my lovely partner, Mischievous Red, who is on my right. Hi, uh, I'm Mischievous Red, aka Red. I do my own streams here on Twitch at Mischievous Red. Uh, and I'm also one of the co-founders of Huntsman's Hydra, which is here. Hi. And then V-Day. Hey there, I'm V-Day. You can find me online at Vibing with V-Day. Um, I am very happy to get this started with this wonderful folk. Uh, happy to be here today. All right, and Maria. Hi, hello. It's me, Maria. I am on the internet as Happy Capster. I stream on Twitch. Uh, and also am part of Goblin Society Games, uh, which is a TTRPG company that does TTRPG stuff. That's me. And James. And I'm James. I'm here too. Yeah. Um, I also uh, am part of Goblin Society Games. We make TTRPG stuff, like Maria said. Cool, cool. And I didn't say it. I'm Brandon, aka Ashworks, co-founder co of Huntsman's Hydra, streamer, and tabletop RPG designer. Um, and also, big thank you to Alchemy RPG for sponsoring this and helping us get into some shenanigans using their virtual tabletop, uh, which you will get to see in just a moment. Um, without further ado, I think we get started. So, I'm going to... That is the wrong screen. I am a professional. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna move into the next scene and bring us to our ah, game ah, ah, it changes it's real so, it's real it's happening um and for our audience uh the great thing about this is i am basically simulating the streamer mode that will be coming later which uh only thing is different is our cameras will be in alchemy instead of in zoom but without further ado i have a long speech in front of me uh, so, within the world of Etheria, amid the expansive Broken Top Mountains, a caldera occupies the remains of Mount Tisteria, which exploded eons ago with volcanic fury, smoke, and ash. As the ages passed, rainwater filled the caldera, creating a massive body of water that came to be known as Chrysal Lake. The very top of the mountain lies in the center of the lake, forming an island. Uh, unfathomably deep, the lake contains abundant marine life, and towns sprung up and grew strong on the bounty they pulled from the waters. Eventually, a small group of fisherfolk traveled to the island to start a new life, and that group soon became a village. That village grew into a town, and then a city, into the, the wow, marvelous metropolis of Fano, spread to every corner of the island. Aboard the Lake Sprite, a humble transport vessel ferrying passengers and cargo to and from the mainland, our party sails toward Fano, the fabled city upon the lake. And so, we find you all see an enormous island, the goddess of the lake, some may call it, emerging out of the water. Set amid groves of mighty oaks, a substantial city constructed with ivory stonework spreads across the island. 
In the north, gilded towers rise between grassy hills, and a castle of sweeping grandeur stands proudly on a rocky precipice. The center of the island bustles with activity, with roads and avenues connecting shops to all manner of housing and lush parkland. The southern extreme hosts an island of docks and a great harbor, accommodating ships from ports across the Grand Lake. Above it all, a lighthouse overlooks its misshrouded domain, the city of Fano. Folks scurry about, loading fishing boats and trading goods right off of dinghies along the docks. The Lake Sprite, the ship you are now on, cuts through the frothy tips of the blue water as it approaches in the distance. Golden sunbeams dance on the water's surface as dawn breaks over the city. So, for our fabulous party, where do you find yourselves on the ship? And we will start with uh, Red, your character. Okay. So, and please describe your character. Yes. Tiddly Bip Dazzleflow, also known as Bip, to those who know her. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> Uh, is probably found at the front of the ship uh, and kind of just like watching everything out. She is a very small forest gnome dressed in earthy colors with a green cape behind her that blows in the wind. Uh, and she's kind of inhaling this, I would say sea breeze, but I guess it's a lake technically, so lake breeze. Um, and enjoying the view and like watching the birds overhead and looking for fish and just enjoying being outdoors. Oh, her, she's got kind of longish black hair um, that is a bit disheveled. Uh, I'd say it's probably, it's probably goes all the way down her back. Um, mm -hmm. So long for her, probably not long compared to a lot of other people's hair. Uh, and then, yeah, that's right. Bip. That's Bip. All right, and then we'll change up the order a little bit. Uh, Maria, where is your character? And what do they look like? So, <clears throat> Ozek is probably uh, found a spot kind of mid, like, central, central deck, uh, but leaning on one rail, back against the rail. Um, arms, thick arms crossed, head bowed down and eyes closed. If you walk past, he's definitely sleeping. Um, he uh, is, when he's standing, probably close to about 6'5". Mm -hmm. Exceptionally um, stout and uh, muscular toward turtle. Big giant turtle person um, has a, a massive shell uh, that has kind of not jagged edges, but kind of spined, spiky edges. To get it gives off this kind of intimidating appearance. Um, and on top of that, uh, the kind of like dark olive color to his uh, skin accented by these like lavender these natural uh, uh patterns that he has in his skin and also white tattoos that are on top of all of that uh just kind of give him a um eclectic look mm -hmm. uh he has a handful of 
bangles and bracelets on uh, his meaty, chunky arms, um, as well as a couple of necklaces that are tied around his uh, his thick neck. And he has a, a massive great axe, just kind of, he's sitting cross-legged or as best as he can get. And the mm-hmm. axe is just kind of between his legs, just, and his arms are crossed and the, the halves of his, his great axe is just in the middle. And he's just kind of like, Snoring very lightly. <laughs> All right. And then... I have to admit, I forgot you were a turtle, and I love. I'm it again. a big old turtle. <laughs> big old turtle. Very uh, large. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, V-Day, where's your character, and what do they look like? Uh, Vartlana is sitting on the rail port side, mm-hmm. um, just dangling her foot and tail over the edge, staring off into the distance. Um, at the horizon, she's holding her crystal mm-hmm. in her hand, lost in thought as her tail and leg graze the tips of the waves as they go past. Um, she's pretty average height for an adult tiefling. Um, she's a little bit different than most in that she has a purplish blue tinge to her skin mm-hmm. and a curious mark on one of her arms um, that looks suspiciously like tentacle marks. Hmm. Um, She has uh, black and navy hair um, and dark eyes as well. Um, She's sitting there um, kind of just staring off into the distance and not really paying much attention to everyone else. but, you know, just like the repeat motion of like her feet, like gracing the waves and her tail, like going back and forth in the foam. Um, she's average height. I don't know if I mentioned that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, about five, six. Um, but the leather that she's wearing is definitely making her a little bit warm. So the cool foam and the nice ocean breeze is a little bit relaxing. All right. And then finally, James. Uh, Mordecai is at the front of the ship, which I believe is where Bip is as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I believe we we talked about we've traveled together a little bit before. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm up there with Bip, just uh, enjoying the sea air, the sea water, mm-hmm. stinging my eyes and looking at where uh, we're headed. This is the first time I've been here, so very excited. I think um, Mordecai is about. A little over six foot um, tabaxi, uh, mm-hmm. very lion-esque, bulky, broad, uh, a big golden mane with a lot of black. Um, shield strapped to his back, uh, armor and just kind of some pre- a priestly tabard. Uh, the only significant feature is that his right arm below the elbow has been replaced with a stiff golden uh, Prosthetic that word. Thank you. Prosthetic. Okay. All right. Um, before we move on, would anyone like to explore the ship? It has two levels: the small main deck, um, and then there's like two rooms below deck. You had basically free reign of the ship, uh, save for things that specifically say private or do not touch. How long have we been on the ship? 
Um, let's see. It has been <clears throat> a I'm trying to remember how big the lake is. Um, we'll, we'll say it's been a day or two. Not not very long, but oh, okay. um, long enough that well, that's with all of you on the ship. Some of you may have been on longer as you got picked up from various different locations. Um. So, I'd say anywhere between two days to a week. Ozek basically stays on the, the on the main deck. Mm -hmm. We'll get up to go get food or, like, relieve himself. And then mm -hmm. just sits... He's basically claimed this one spot. As his. And hasn't... <laughs> it's, it's basically his spot. Okay. So, he hasn't... He hasn't really cared to, like, explore anything. Mm-hmm. I think Mordecai's kind of been around on the ship talking to the sailors and just being friends. Uh, okay. As much people as much as possible with the different people. Mm hmm Learning about the, the city and Bartlana, Bip. Um, this is sort of her like calm and her like peaceful time, so mm -hmm. she's perfectly happy right where she is to be away from like the hustle and bustle of the city. She's going to take every second to soak up that peace and quiet while she imagines she has some. Mm -hmm. It has probably been going throughout the ship and kind of helping anyone who really needs it as much as she can. Mm -hmm. um, and when she's not done that, she's probably alternating between her spot at the front of the deck uh, sitting next to Ozek, just kind of mindlessly talking to herself while he sits there stoically and kind of trying to stick her legs in the water like Bertlana? Did I say it? Perfect. Yep. Okay. Uh, but being mindful not to fall in, given her mm. stature. Alright. Well then, in that case, um, as you're about halfway across the lake, you can hear a voice booming out from Fano, the city you were heading to. As you can see uh, towards the docks, there is a uh, a woman addressing a large crowd. And she begins with I see the gloom written on your downtrodden faces, and I see your bloodied hands cracked and calloused as they try to put your food on your family's tables, but it's all in vain. In these late days, those who work their hands to the bone receive a mere pittance for their sweat. Our precious city quivers in fear. Who do we blame for this? It's not the sailor who earns their wages bringing in catch that feeds your bellies, nor is it the merchant bringing their goods to the market. But be not mistaken, I do cast blame. I cast blame upon the vile murquois that stains our docks violet and plagues the hulls of our ships. Its foul tendrils corrupt the good creatures of this land and vex our citizens. But does Spira do anything about it? And the crowd roars in empathetic, No! in response, drowning out even the magically amplified voice of this woman. She continues speaking after their fervor dies down. The monarchy has fallen. Pit Prince Aaron 
sits up in his castle, lost in space, avoiding ableist terms. Uh, those of his servants who have tried to save him from this milk of frenzy have themselves become hopelessly lost. The Spirian guards have no honor, no longer the servant of the meek and humble. They harass and threaten anyone who they feel stands in their way. And trust me, good people, it's the lot of you. The shouts of the crowd echo even against the mountains. The Order of Indos? Burdened with the duty of guiding us to the future, they now dwell only on the past. Gazing into the endless deep, waiting for some truth to bubble up to the surface. Worthless, the whole lot. But what of us? The Eshens! She pauses for a moment, the once uh, raucous crowd now still as a grave. This woman, who you now recognize as Madame Empra, one of the beloved leaders of the Order of Ishen, raises her hand and shouts at the top of her lungs, We are mighty! And the crowd screams the word mighty back at Empra. We are the strength of the trade winds. We have not been broken by oppression. Indeed, our bonds have renewed our vigor. Are we not then brazen and bold? Are we not the wise enough and truthful? The zealous crowd responds, Yes! If together the three orders are broken, if they cannot move in harmony, then they are a useless relic of the past. We are the order that has risen as the others have fallen, and our allegiance lies with the people. We must take this city and reclaim its former glory. Noble Ishans, my dear people, we must move together and take what rightfully belongs to us. Fano is ours. As that all occurs, <laughs> um, a another person seeking passage on this ship is the one who brought you all here and gathers you all. Um, it is the the representative for the Merchants Consortium of Esha, uh, who have you all have been hired for. Now. The representative will tell you all to report to Histine Marte at the Lighthouse of Esha to receive your patrol assignments. Um, as Question. Answer. So the speech that we're hearing, does mm -hmm. that, after you know having spent some time with the sailors, does that tend to reflect the... the common people's take, or is this more of a, a specific group that's getting riled up? So this is, um, this is your first time in Fano, so you're not as familiar with this group, but you have heard of Madame Impra before, and she has a, she is a world-renowned smith and weapon dealer. Um, who often relies on off-island labor. So you've probably either worked with or worked for someone who is on Empress payroll. Um, and she seems to be at the point where she's looking for more control over Fano itself rather than just her business. But as far as where she's placing blame for everything, does that seem to be in, in accordance with kind of what the, the sailors and the other people, the other travelers um, seem to believe? 
Yes and no. Uh, okay. There's there's a variety of opinions. Some, um, like she's had. Everyone's happy that uh, she's not blaming the sailors because that would cause more problems than it's worth. Um, but basically, the three orders of Fano um, are these three factions that basically are the leadership of the city. Um, and as of more recent history, the orders are all at odds with each other and trying to become the dominant force in uh, Fano. Madame Impra is coming in as a third party looking to do a similar thing without dealing with the orders. Gotcha. No further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> court adjourned? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Bye. Alright. Any other questions, comments, concerns? I'm concerned that this game is going to be too awesome. Well, <laughs> that shouldn't be a concern. It should just be awesome. Um, Alright. Well then, uh, with that, the lake sprite slows to a gentle rock as it nudges against the dock's bumper. The lakeport docks stir as anglers and traders prepare for their morning. The smells of water-soaked wood and tar waft over from a nearby cargo ship and hang in the air, uh, despite the cool, stiff breeze that swings through the city. Welcome to Fano. Yeah. So I think as soon as the as soon as the ship like docks and mm -hmm. like there's that little bit of like the like the woo woo, I think that like rocks Ozek out of his sleep and he's just. Mm. <laughs> Alright. Mm, big stretch. So, big stretch. Um, it's so, contagious that it's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even yawn. If I don't yawn. <laughs> if if I just don't look at anyone's cameras, I won't yawn. <laughs> um, so you have uh <laughs> It's rude. <laughs> you you have reached Fano. And this ends the first scene. So, we will move on as you disembark from the ship. So, once the lake sprite has been moored, the, the crew promptly starts to unload cargo. Beneath the docks, down in the water, something floats on the surface. It swirls around the hull, bubbling and accumulating mass, resembling a violent, sh a violet shade of moss. The substance shimmers as it wraps around the pilings and slinks over the decking. The dock buzz with the sound of folks starting another workday. An orange tabby cat wanders over to a moss-covered crabbing pot and begins to lick the glistening matter. Nearby, the noise of clucking chickens blends with the hiss of steam bellowing out from a smokehouse. Suddenly, a commotion shatters the usual morning monotony. A snarling beast thuds onto the dock and advances. Its eyes glow with rage. The teeth in its foaming mouth drip with saliva. The beast's fur stands straight up on its neck, and lucent purple resin oozes from its skin. The crabbing pot lays on the deck, smashed to pieces so oh the cat got big 
Several. Is that what, this, is that what happened? <laughs> several cats get big as pandemonium breaks out in the docks as several Merkwa rage cats harass dock workers and anglers. Um. So, question. What's <laughs> I have speak with small beasts. Uh huh. <laughs> I they, don't think these are small beasts anymore. Is the they problem. were a cat though? Are they, <laughs> they still considered a cat? Um. So. Uh. So small beasts says specifically tiny creatures like cats, squirrels, etc. Right. Yeah. It uses the word. Back. It uses the word tiny. Is more what I'm looking for. No, yeah, yeah, I get that, but like... These are no longer tiny. But... You want to see if you can talk to the rage cat? My, my thing is like... Is it still a cat? I'm gonna get real philosophical with this, and I'm sorry. Is it still a cat great, in its Great for the first session, babe. Yes, it is a cat. <laughs> it says cat. Okay, so like it... Well, but a lion is also a cat. That is also fair. And it's not this a tiny is still, creature. This is still, like, in an essence, like, in and of, in and of itself, I, like, I Okay, I, I would say, no. say Just say no. <laughs> I, I would... Okay, so on the grounds that you're on, I would say it is no longer a small beast in the sense of the spell, because one, it is now a larger, and two, it has been transformed into something different. Okay. As long as it's been, like, fully transformed, and it's not just, like... It's not just mega cats. Cat, yeah. but make it bigger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cat, but make it bigger. Um, so, um, so you can see the first cat is actually uh, about to attack a young elven woman. And then as she moves to defend her, try to defend herself and call for help, two others, uh, are coming out as you're exiting the boat onto the docks. So, with that... Oh. Um, don't know why that auto-rolled initiative. Um, no. So, one, two... Oh, and no. Three? It's fine. All right. Um, so, make sure I'm looking through all this correctly. Um, one character does not need to be on the initiative, so let me just fix that. Um, right. So, spectator mode looks pretty cool. They get, like, the initiative on the side. They can see everybody's characters. I like this. Um, but anyways, with that, Ozek, you're up first. There are three cats. All right. Um, not me forgetting how to play the Dungeons and the Dragons. Um, all right. So there's, we're coming off of the boat. Yes. And there's one, there's one very large, what used to be small cat, accosting a single person, and then there's just two others. Two others that are, that are starting to like, pin. Pinch in. Oh, so they're all three going after this one person. They're they seem to be joining generally the, joining the fun. Yeah. Okay. Oh, big. Excellent. Uh, they are medium sized. They're fairly big. Okay. Um. 
Uh, okay. So B bigger he... than Bip, smaller than uh, Ralana. Okay. Um, I uh, Ozik is gonna look out at that. Um, and uh, say, well. <clears throat> glad I stretched and is going to uh, kind of huff over in that direction and mm -hmm. wants to um, get close mm -hmm. and um, wants to try to uh, I want to try to scare these cats away all right I want to try to try to intimidate these cats to like just get 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 out of here I don't know yeah, if these are yeah. like natural cats that are supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just get big sometimes. <laughs> Maybe. That's what um, I want to try. I, that's what I want to try to do. Okay. Then in that case, uh, go ahead and make me an intimidation check. I'm sure I definitely won't regret this, but it's fine. Uh, boop. Six. All right. Um, oh, big old six for ya. How's let that? Me, Rawr. Let me take <laughs> We're a starting look. off well. <laughs> um, we're gonna... Boop. And... Nope. <laughs> Barely, but nope. Um, Excellent. So, uh, in that case, they do not seem to be intimidated <laughs> just, by you. just like tromps forward uh doesn't like rush just like kind of like not not waddles but is very like purposeful in his steps yeah and just like stomps down with one foot and says ah get and the cat just kind of looks back at you and then goes or back not. to what it's doing <laughs> like you're disturbing my meal and then goes back to what it's doing all right well, all right then. So then we have uh, the first or the second Merqua Rage Cat is actually going to see you and be like, pray that doesn't have anything in front of it, and is going to rush you <laughs> and use. Very large. And is going to use. Let me make sure. I don't think they have multi attack, but I'm going to double check. Um, he says as he should have bookmarked the page. It's okay. I know, first session things. It's okay. Um, yes, so in that case, I want to make sure, is this? Oh, I need to add our elf to the initiative who would have went first, uh, would have disengaged and run away, um, or at least attempted to. Uh, merchant associate. Yeah, yeah, well, this is the elf. The woman they're accosting. Yeah. Oh. That was being accosted. Um, so I'm going to, there we go, and then that. She's in a weird order on the initiative, it's fine. Um, so, uh, with no target, the Rage Cat's gonna go after Ozek and swing with its Rage Slash 
Does a 17 hit? I don't think so, because you're a turtle. That's my AC. That is your AC. Well, then take four damage. Wow, turtle! Um, and you now have a cat on you. Bip! Okay. Um, Bip is going to see the cat attacking Ozak Mm -hmm. and yell, Bad kitty! And do produce flame to throw a flame at the cat. That'll hit. And uh, is that on the one that was on the elf or the one that's on Ozek? Ozek. All right. Um, I can't tell if that's a nat 20 in this or not, though. It, it will glow. That is a 19. It will glow? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Uh, oh, I guess I could have clicked on it. All right. Thank you. Yep. And no movement? Uh, No. Okay. The first cat will turn its attention to Ozek and is going to bite you. And because it has an ally within five feet, advantage. And doesn't help. <laughs> so nope. that will, uh, yeah, that will miss. And it will just sit there and kind of growl at you. Alright. No worries. Alright. V-Day, you're up. Alright. So seeing all of this, Veret Lana takes a step or two back. Um, you're a barrel that's kind of out of the way. Mm-hmm. And um if if I may, I'd like to roll deception. And um okay. use thaumaturgy. I wanna so, try and scare the So you're casting Thaumaturgy to do what? Like I'm going to make a very loud growl as if I were like a wolf okay. or a pack of wolves coming from just out of their sight. Okay. To see if I can scare them away. Um, okay. But, you um, know, so you're using they can't thaumat- see it? Yeah, so you're using Thaumaturgy in this aspect, so take advantage on the deception check. So do I, would I cast Thaumaturgy first and then do it? Or uh, it's out? kind of a, at the same time, because Thaumaturgy doesn't have any, like, saving throw or anything like, associated with it. So you're just doing it okay. with the check. Okay. How do I do the, um... So, uh, how... I, I scroll it up, right, for advantage? Yes. Up for advantage, down for... Okay. Oh. Okay. 19. Um... All right, let's see. Then in that case... I don't know if wolves are Merkwick for each cat's sworn enemy, but that's, that's what um, she's going to hopefully assume. Those island wolves. I'll do, yeah. I'll do this. Sorry, I was testing. No worries. Um, we are going to have it check. Yep, that minus two is really helping it here. Uh, Okay, so what I'll do is the next round of attacks from them will have disadvantage um, as they are now distracted by what sounds like a bigger beast than them uh, being around the corner. So with that, um, action, any movement? Um, she moved first, just to back up behind, okay. like, one of the barrels. That's right. Her. All right. And then we will move 
to our third cat who will move up. And I need to actually double check this because I think Rage Slash does something slightly different than I thought. It does. So it's one of those moments where I wish that Mage Hand could lift more than five pounds. Because right. I would just like, pick the old lady up. Um, Alright, so in that case, uh, the third cat is going to... Ozek's like the only target right now, so it's just gonna go bite Ozek. Listen, I'm big, I'm a turtle, what can I say? And we'll roll normally. And we'll yeah, miss. missed. Uh, well, you probably didn't. I'm big. You can't not hit me. But well, it just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't pierce your skin, so it does not do damage. Excellent. You do have a cat on your arm. Currently, it's like it's around like one of the ah. big metal bands that I oh. have. Yeah, basically. Um. All right, Mordecai. Um. So the. The cloaked figure is safely away? Uh, for now, it does seem like the cat's plans are to deal with the turtle and then go after them. But all three are on Ozik right now. Currently, yes. Okay. I have three cats. You want to be a fourth? Yeah. Yeah, we'll get we'll get four cats mixed up in this. Um, I'm going to whip out my shield and kind of jump down near Ozik. Um, and uh, with a wave of my hand, I'm going to... Yes, Shield of Faith on Ozik. Hey, I love that for me. Alright. That's a bonus action. Yep. Uh, plus to your AC for concentration. And as an action, I'm going to... Uh, I think I'm going to cast Warding Word, a cantrip on myself. Alright. And where is word Warding Word from? James? Okay, word is uh, a cantrip from a goblin society called Lesser Magic. It's a handful of new cantrips for all classes. And yeah, that's my turn. I'm going to kind of stand behind Ozek. I don't want to be okay. uh, absorbing all the attacks, but nearby. Okay. Um, then in that case, uh, Ozek, it is your turn. Uh, the elf woman is basically trying just trying to stay out of the way but like also helping maintain the crowd just be like hey don't come over here okay. don't panic They're, it's fine these people have it etc um sensing the magical uh nature of the spell that you cast on me uh, he'll just kind of uh, say over his shoulder, "Hey, thanks!" And he's just gonna uh, punch this um, cat off his arm. <laughs> All right. With the, with a an, an unarmed attack with well with my claws. Okay. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna do that. Wait. Oh. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Um, that is gonna hit and i believe the one that was on your arm was heck number yeah. three so heck yeah seven damage from my punch that is a punch it's a it's a good punch uh-huh and a meaty lad um 
And actually, actually instead what the elf is going to do is pull out a hand crossbow and shoot the one that was on your arm. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And that 20. We love this. And it auto rolls both dice. Thank you, Alchemy. Uh, This is very nice. We love to see it. We love that. Um, So doing eight more I'm not, damage. I'm not used to it. Um, there not being that downtime of how, now I have to do math. Yeah. Now there's a <laughs> slider where you can be like, oh, it's just minus this much damage. Done. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So that was Ozek's turn. And so... Yeah, I don't think I have any bonus actions or anything. Well, I, okay. I don't want to rage right now. Yeah. I'm not that... I'm not in that You're not angry. You're not in that zone. Um, not in that zone yet. Alright. And then... Anyways, um, now the second cat is going to, um, actually, first off, I need to roll a die. Um, did not recharge its rage slash, so it's going to bite Ozek, and I believe, uh, the effects of the thaumaturgy deception earlier are still in effect, so it will roll normally. But that's a nat 20, so enjoy 11 points of bite. Excellent. Uh, I regret not raging now because 11 points of damage. You are unconscious. Oh my goodness. (laughs) All right. Um, Oops. All right. With that, it it seems ready to move in for the kill. So, Bip, you're up. What the hell? Um, okay. Uh, uh, I was adding something. I was adding my shillelagh weapon in case I need it, or whatever sh- you say it. Shillelagh, um, you had it. I, okay. I, I panic. Um, so, uh, oh, wait. I'm a quickly, oh, I'm a kind of like bob and weave All right. to get up to <laughs> Ozek. Mm-hmm. I do cure wounds. <laughs> Yay, I love yelling. I forget that we're level one. Is I think my problem. Just, just a little. Just little, hey. little baby ventures. You got six. Hooray! I love having six. I use the spells. Uh I think he like he fell down and you you give him the health. And much like when he woke up, he's just <laughs> Bip will like give him like a quick pat in the shoulder, be like, "You got this, bud," and then run back. Love that. Bye, buddy. You got it. You're fine. Um. All right. Be a star, Uh, bud. Be a star. I. Uh. So wait, you, you ran up, did cure wounds, and then ran back. Yeah. Okay. Gonna... Oh, no, 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 because uh, well, am I within range? Because I was going, like, on the opposite side of, like... So, you're in range of one of them. I'll let you avoid the other two. Uh... But the one that was just on Ozek's arm would have been in range. Okay, I'll stay. All right. Uh, I'll stay, and then for my bonus action... I'll cast Shillelagh. Shillelagh. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So. All right. Then with that, uh, the first cat that appeared is going to move around Ozak in order to kind of get... Uh, I will roll to see who the second person is. Um, evens, it's Mordecai. Odds, it's Bip. All right. So, uh, Ozak and Mordecai watch as this cat gives a huge slash and attempts to hit both of you. So this attack will be rolled against both of you, same die. Um, and luckily, does not get advantage thanks to uh, Fide earlier. And so we'll miss. Nice, nice, nice. Speaking of, Vratlana, you're up. So she's seen enough at this point. She tried to play nice with these Merkel cats, but clearly they're not easily scared off. So mm -hmm. she's just gonna straight up come through with the Elders Blast on Do the it. one yeah. that is uh, that is right next to um, the one that's right next to Ozek right. and it. Perfect. That is the one that has taken the most damage. Heck yeah. You know, big numbers and then followed by small numbers. <laughs> small numbers. Um, all right. Still took damage though. Okay, one, one less health is one less health than it had before. Yep. Oh, yep. look on the bright. All right. Um, <laughs> We're only level one. We're babies. Babies. Baby combat. Um. All right. With that, that cat um, is Ozak still on the ground too. Technically, I am still on the ground. You are correct. So it's advantage no matter what. <laughs> this is correct, and I don't have that extra plus two ace. Do I still have? The... I don't. I that... would technically still be under that effects is... of your spell yes. because it's, it's your concentration. concentration mine. Yeah, fantastic. I love this for me. It misses <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Mordecai. All right, this is going poorly. <laughs> it's going great. TPK. All right. Um, <laughs> Episode one, we all we, die on the dock. We docks. did thank you. Remember what? my one concern? Yeah. Me. No, no. I'm going to use my emboldening bond uh, as a peace domain cleric. I can forge an empowering bond among people who are at peace with each other. Uh, as an action, choose a number of willing creatures within 30 feet equals my proficiency bonus. I choose me and Ozek. Uh, we are magically bonded for 10 minutes or until you feature again. Well, within 30 feet of, an, of each other, we can add D4 to an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw once per turn. Hmm. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, it's the uh, blessing that doesn't take a spell slot. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then as an action or bonus action, uh, I'm going to aid, uh, uh, what is it? The one that's wounded, I'm going to use the, the assist to give Ozek advantage, or the next attack instant advantage. Um, so you're trying to do the, you're trying to do help the help action? action? Help, yes, thank you. That's so that is, that is an action. That's not a, yeah, it's not a bonus Oh, you're action. right. I'm, 
Unless you're... Then I'm not doing anything. I have okay. a bonus action left. I don't know what I'm thinking. Okay. That's it. <laughs> the end. Um, since these are out of order, uh, I'm going to quickly do uh, the elves' turn. And they're going to again uh, shoot their crossbow. I think at the one that is taking the most damage still. Uh, and yep, that is going to hit. Just adjust those vitals. And then we move to Ozek. Okay. Um Ozek is gonna like <laughs> is gonna like and like huff himself up. Yep. And like, you know, take a knee and uh is gonna say as he's getting up, nah, I don't like this when this happens, and he's gonna like push himself up, but Y'all have really made me uncomfortable. And he's gonna take his axe, he's gonna do bonus action rage, and he's mm. gonna take his axe and just just go down on uh, one of them. Hmm. All right. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Uh, Are you raging now or no? I am now raging, yes. Alright, nope, don't do this. I would like this, please. Go. How does a 22? Uh, 22 definitely works, and you are going to, uh, go ahead Wait, and Wait, does this include, oh, this doesn't include my extra rage damage, but that's, it's an extra two damage on top of that. Well, uh, we are going to get rid of the cat that y'all have been wailing on as you, uh, take it out of commission. So, action, bonus action. We will move on to the other one that y'all have hit. Um, That's, let's see, roll d6. Recharges its rage slash. Let me pick a target. Alright, so. um, Yeah, it's gonna do Ozek and Bip. 20 to hit for 5 damage. Uh, for Ozak, that is reduced to 2. Lovely. And the the cats are basically just kind of cir- half circling around Ozak, picking at whoever they can. Bip. Uh, Bip's gonna... Hit the one that attacked her with her shillelagh weapon. Alrighty. Because bad kitty. Bad kitty. And it's gonna miss, I bet. Is, <laughs> so, like, it, it basically just shifts out of the way as your weapon comes down. Well, oh well. Alright. Well, eh, good try. Uh, I tried. <laughs> this one uh, has used its rage slash. Does not recover it. Is going to bite Mordecai. All right. And we'll roll normally, so that will miss. Yes, because Mordecai is sixteen AC. Um, Veratlana. Same thing. She's going away with those finger cannons. Bang bang. 
There we go. Nine damage. I'm gonna send that at the one that's already been hit. Nice. And she's a little slow to violence, and now she feels like she's regretting that. She could have been of more help earlier. Nah, doing fine. Uh, Mordecai, you're up. Okay. Um, how's Biff looking? Biff's like battered, but not like severe yet. Severely okay. injured. Um, I'm going to. We're on the dock, right? Yeah. Can I attempt to shove the one that didn't just get blasted by an Eldritch Bolt into the water? Sure. Um, so I believe you make an attack, and then you choose to push it five feet instead of uh, doing yep. a damage. So go ahead and roll the hit. Nope. Nope. You try, and it, like, skirts under your feet. That D4 is not going to do me any good here, so I'm not going to no. bother. Um, okay. Right. Then... Uh, is there... Is there still one adjacent to Bip? Um, yes, there's one one on you, one on Bip. Both, okay. both on Ozek. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, I think that's all I'm going to do. All right. Nice. Uh, real quick, I'll just do um, Mayfire, who is going to shoot. Three damage to the one y'all have been wailing on. And then back up to Ozek. Okay, so there, there's just two left, is that right? Yeah, there are two cats left. Okay. Um, and they're both, they're both, they're just right here. They're both, everybody's here. The whole gang, yeah. gang's all here, right? Gang's all okay, here. Cool. Excellent. Um, well, I'm just going to... Uh, coming from the the downward spike, I'm just gonna uh, swip, swip, swap my grip, and just <laughs> bat with my great axe uh, right. into the next closest one. Oh, this is the one I want. Go. Fourteen. Uh, twelve damage is more what matters here. That cat goes into the water uh, and is out of combat. One remains. Huzzah, hooray. One remains, and it's at full health. Ah, great. Yeah. Excellent. So. Uh, <laughs> I'll just, like, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll just, uh, for flavor, turn to the other one, and again, like, s like, stomp, like, mm -hmm. wide-legged stomp, and just, like, yell in its face. <laughs> so, what's really fun is this is the one you tried to intimidate earlier, so it just gives you that same look. Great. Oh, uh, well, all right. All right. Bill. Yes. Okay, so seeing Ozak try and intimidate it, what Bip does is Bip is going to, uh, like, like, yell at its face, but do so and do Thunder Wave. <laughs> all right. Uh, 
All right, I will let you angle this where you're not gonna hit anybody else. Um, cause it is a Ideally, off the if, if it gets pushed off on off no, the deck, I, but like no, I'm, so. I was more worried about I was more worried about you hitting other people than the direction that this cat was going. Um, okay. So, I've got some movement around it. I could. I I know. I know. Um, anyways, so that is a constitution save, if I remember correctly. Yep. DC 10. Okay. Is that number right? Oh, what? No, Sorry, not... I tried to click it to see, and it did that. Well, it failed. Uh... Um, alright, so 15 damage, and it is pushed 10 feet, if I'm remembering correctly. Yep. Alright. 15 Sorry, damage. I might not have updated that. I don't know where that's at. And it is in the water, so between you all, uh, the elf, and then the sailors who might come to help at this point, I'm going to go ahead and call this combat a close. And we will move on. Biff looks to Ozak and be like, hey, I did it! I intimidated him. <sighs> Just kind of like shake shake uh shake off a little bit and uh we'll just kind of <laughs> give you a thumbs up <laughs> all right so um you all are approached by the elven woman who introduces herself as mayfire and she thanks you and compliments your uh strength and your combat prowess and she actually asked if you would follow her to um, talk with her master, who thinks, who she thinks would be very interested in you. Can you elaborate on who this master is? And we'll just point. Right. No. Uh, we'll point to a woman uh, with darker skin, curly brown hair. That's kind of waving in the wind and is wearing a red cloak with golden uh, gilding along the bottom, much like this image in front of us. Um, except, in this case, the hood is back. And she says, if you would follow me, and she will start heading over there. Well, I say to my companions, I don't see how this could be bad, so might as well see what wasn't they want. There, uh, wasn't there someone else that we were supposed to meet, though? Talk with? This isn't the same person, is it? Uh, it doesn't appear to be. We were supposed to meet with the uh, head of the merchant consortium, but that didn't sound particularly urgent just when we arrived. <laughs> All right, and we'll just have to the. We'll have to the the. Well, we won't have the. He'll just like plant his great great axe in the the floor, the floor, the ground, the dock. The dock. All right. So. Barrett. <laughs> uh, hmm? Barrett Lana just steps out from behind like the barrel that she was like, vaguely hiding behind, a uh -huh. little bit embarrassed that like everyone else was getting torn up, and she just steps out like, not a scratch on her, and is like um. Uh, nicely done. <laughs> and is like, um, uh, I'm fine if we follow her, but like she takes her dagger out and is like, but maybe we should be cautious. I think, I think given that 
are we just displayed a certain level of violence uh, if they were intending harm they would be pretty foolish indeed hmm. um also i realized i missed a speech bubble um she says specifically around here very few fight with such fearless might most of the citizens are businessmen or cheats but take to their beds when any real danger draws near uh my name is mayfire or hinda if you allow me i would like to introduce you to the leader of my order specifically um what was that last name what was that second name hinda, hinda. uh h-e-n-d-a hinda hinda um, some sort of nickname you get the idea um hmm. and as described, a woman with flowing dark hair wearing a crimson cloak approaches. Uh, and if you allow, she speaks softly with a po almost poetic lit to her, and she carries herself with remarkable boldness. Very different from other people you've seen so far in Fauna who seem to be very to themselves, not wanting to draw any attention. Um... I am Fawn Lee, uh, from the Order of Indos. As an order, we seek knowledge and truth, but I seek something different. From inside the pocket of her cloak, she pulls out a business card made of paper and holds it out for anyone to take. Uh, with a tinge of desperation in her voice, she firmly states, I need someone profoundly brave. Um, uh, Ozek looks around and just shrugs his shoulders and steps forward and takes it. Alright. Um, real quick, what is everyone's passive perception? Ten. How do you calculate that? Where is that at? Um, ten uh, plus ten whatever plus is... Perception. Yeah. Ten plus perception. Is that, is that yeah, it? Yeah, yep. yeah, I don't think it has an auto thing for that. Fifteen. Eleven. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, Mordecai and Bip. So... Um, you notice that there are a couple people in the crowd who seem to be paying close attention to your conversation, but particularly attention to Fawn. And as you start to notice this, a small explosion occurs at Fawn's feet and fills the immediate vicinity with thick, choking smoke. There's a sound of a quick struggle interrupted by Fawn's screams as she cries out, Thief! They stole my book! The smoke begins to clear, and Mayfire surveys the area, trying to find the bandits. Fawn spins around and begs, Please, if that book falls into the wrong hands, it could mean the death for all of us. Panic spreads across her face, and her eyes well up with tears, and she pleads, I'll give whatever I can if you just retrieve it. And you see... Three cloaked figures fleeing the scene in different directions. Oh. And that is where we're going to take our break. Oh, oh no. <laughs> we just got in this town and it's already a little bit bananas. A little banana bonkers. It is a big town, though. It is a very big town. That's true. That is true. It's like not quite New York City, but probably equi fantasy equivalent. Yep. Um, so... There will be a 10 minute break and then we will be back. All right. Bye, everybody. Woo. Woo. Woo.
So, we are back from our break. Hope you had a stretch, a bio, and took medication if you needed to. Um, with all that being said, three thieves just ran off with a book from Fawn. And uh, you are about to enter a chase. So I will explain how the chase works. You are currently at the docks of the Lake Sprite. Um, and so that is location one. The... Three thieves have all gone off to different locations. One is heading further into the docks. Another seems to be heading for a crossroads area. And the third is heading towards the uh, agitated mob who came from Madame, uh, Madame Emperor's speech. So, you don't know who has the book. So your best bet is to figure out how to chase them. The way this is going to work is we are going to roll initiative, and on your turn, you can either move to a connected location, react to a complication, or possibly attempt to capture a thief. Is there a handout for this? Um, let me check. It looks like there's one for the dogs that it kind of gives a little bit better breakdown of like the area yes yeah, so there is a handout that gives an idea of how places are connected but not necessarily how the chase rules work okay the the connections work for me too i, okay. I just need and to visually see it yeah absolutely so that is the lakeport docks handout um which so roughly speaking we have one who is going towards the the like do you have southwest you have one person Almost going, going north. Uh, yeah, you have one going from going from one to six. Another one is going from one to four, and the last one is going from one to two. So basically, they mm -hmm. are they're basically spreading out three different directions from the dock. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so let me get. My side set up, and then we'll go ahead and roll initiative. <laughs> Alright. With that, I'm going to roll up initiative for everyone. Um, so, go ahead and, if y'all are hitting something to add to initiative, go ahead and do so. I don't know how that works. It auto-rolls all of mine, which is nice. Um... Oh boy. Um, you don't have um, you don't have much initiative there, do you, friend? It's not even. Which is about really my funny because I roll. I got a minus two, so I rolled a nat twenty on initiative and got an Woo. eighteen. <laughs> Woo. Um. All right. So I'm the slowest person here, minus those who have shorter legs than me. I was gonna <laughs> say my my move is twenty five. <laughs> Valid. Well, then maybe uh, I'm slow to react. Like to want to move because then yeah. you, by the time you actually do, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, the scent of smoke still hangs in the air, and Mayfire tends to her master Fawn, who appears to be in shock. 
You see a few more rage cats off in the distance prowling about, but they don't seem to be hostile. Um, or hostile to you. They're basically keeping their distance after they just watched three of them not live anymore. And dock, dock workers go about their business, and drunkards stumble out of the tavern. So, Ozek, looking at our lovely map, where would you like to head? Um, well... Um... Being someone who's not used to busy city streets, Ozek is going to take the path of least resistance and is going to head uh, on the dock side. Um, we'll first look to uh, Bip uh, and um, say, uh, care for a lift? Yeah. I would like to pick up Bip and take them with me. Right. Just like pull, ho ho hoist them up on my shoulder. Oh, I was then... expecting like a football carry. No, you're small, and I'm large, so you're gonna just go right on up there. <laughs> Alright. Well then, uh... And I will, um... Make my way. Alright, so you're heading to the docks, which is... Downtown? Mm -hmm. Alright, cool. Yeah, I'm not walking fast, though. Okay. Uh, is for sure are passing, Yeah. Alright. Almost very far away. Ba-ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Ha-ha. So... Yeah. In that case, um, we will transition to the docks, uh, which, as you approach, a crew unloads crates of rice from a large shipping vessel. Several tourists disembark a flat-bottom barge, uh, and uh, seem to be from. And there's some provisional types who seem to be from Tamla and other provinces. A third vessel holds a towering marble statue of the prince, encrusted with emeralds and wearing a solid gold crown. So, um, you spent your turn moving to the connected location, and we will see where they end up. All of our thieves have already gone, so Bip, you are now in the docks. What would you like to do? Can I see a thief? Or like someone who looks like a thief? Uh, so... You can make an investigation or a perception check. I will go ahead and let you know the perception check is going to be harder. Okay. Got a higher thing in it. Okay. I think it gave me advantage. I think it gave me no, okay. It did okay, definitely didn't. <laughs> um alright. So uh, let me double check. Womp womp. I will just go in order. Okay. He's so. a bit confused by the rapid pace that she's moving now. Being carried. <laughs> the five feet extra movement. <laughs> um, so, in that case, um, in that case, as you look for one of the thieves, which you got a decent look at a couple of them, you notice that uh, the one that you're chasing had very generic facial features, and as you start looking through the crowd, it all looks like the same person, but you don't see your thief. Um, 
So that was your action. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't do so... anything else then. Yeah. All right. Uh, Barat Lana. She's gonna go uh, down the center. All right. Um, so heading from the... one to four. One to four. So heading to the crossroads. In that case. Uh, two carts have collided, and their drivers scream at each other and demand restitution. Several children in shabby clothes, accompanied by a monkey in a hat, take advantage of the situation and steal what goods they can while the merchants are distracted. Um, you see your, uh, your thief as they flick bits of apple uh, at you. And the monkey, clad in a green stocking cap, snatches it out of the air and jumps onto your back. So, you have to deal with this complication. Uh, you can do so in a number of ways. How would you like to deal with the monkey on your back? Um, I would like to... See if I can throw the apple peels that the monkey's after mm-hmm. back towards the um I don't forgot what we just called them. Thief? The person I'm chasing. My yeah. thief. Yes, our thief. The thief. Um Alright. Uh go ahead. Go ahead and make an attack roll. Let's go with that. It's like D20 and add your dexterity. Okay. Oh, wait, I didn't add the... Okay, so I have plus two. I didn't okay, realize so how to... Okay, so that yeah. apple just kind of uh, falls to the ground, and the thief runs off as the monkey is too busy to see that you have thrown some of the apple and it's just obscuring your vision, kind of crawling all over you, trying to find it. Um, And then eventually you get the monkey off of you, but notice that your thief has bolted around the corner. So. We're never gonna catch these thieves. All right. No, I think if we did it, it would be over too quickly. (laughs) All right, Mordecai, where are you heading? I'm, I'm uh, also going to go ahead and I'm going to make a quick adjustment. Um, two actions. You can move to a location and then you either deal with the complication or try to catch the thief, depending on what's going on. How does that work with Ozek being Ozek and I being at the same one? We each get two, right? Um, so in that case, because Ozek is moving you, you can help deal with the complication. And then if the complication is taken care of, you can then try to catch the thief. So you, okay. you'll get two chances to deal with a complication, and then we'll we'll play it by ear. Okay. Your movement is guaranteed, and then it's just whatever you do with your second one. Okay. Um, but Before anyways. they all ran off, was there any chance for me to like make a perception check and try to determine if any of them are carrying anything or different in any way? Um, you, you can certainly try. Um, 
Never mind. They are all in the same exact clothing. They are... They have slightly different builds. One is lean, and you notice has burns uh, covering his face. Um, the one that uh, ran off to the crossroads is... Oh, so sorry. The one with the burns on his face uh, headed to the mob. The one that was throwing apples is scrawny with a long pointed nose. And then the final one has uh, very generic facial features, but is athletically built, tall, and seemingly a fleet foot. Um, let me add my D4 because this would have been when Ozik was still there, right? I don't know uh, if it'll make a difference, but... Yes. Uh, okay. So uh, it's a total of an 11. Uh, a total of 11. Um, you can't really tell it, who would have the book on them. So the one with the burns is the one heading toward the crowd, and that's the yeah. one we're not following yet? Yep. Okay. Uh, then I will move to that location. All right. So, Madame Impra's, uh, or Madame, excuse me, Madame Impra's speech has left the masses roiling, and several of them have formed a mob that harasses anyone dressed in Spirian or Indosian colors. Others uh, talk loudly and openly about forming a militia. As you enter this scene, the man with burns on his face is discussing with a trio of ruffians um, that, and points to you, and you hear that one was with an Indosian. So, you have three ruffians heading your way. How would you like to deal with this? You can avoid them, or you can try to convince them of something, if you wish. Those are kind of the options that the book gives. Okay. Um, I would like to cast Sanctuary on myself and try to avoid them. All right. So Sanctuary means that they can't touch you without making a Wisdom save. Cool. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that handles the complication. How do you want to try to... Um, we'll get to this on your next turn. Uh, start thinking about how you want to deal with the thief and try to catch him. Alright. And then we are back to... Was that? No, I am reconnecting. Me too. Interesting. Uh, so anyways, uh, we'll keep going as is. Uh, Ozek, your turn. Okay, so we haven't, we haven't seen our quarry, correct? Um, at, at this moment, no. You know that this area either connects me back to the beginning screen okay initiative still there initiative is gone alchemy just straight crashed i guess um oh yeah my um everybody's definitely not 13 same um okay not sure what happened there go ahead and uh, I guess I'm not sure what it's doing right now. Um, anyways, we'll we'll go as is. It's gonna be Ozak Bip. 
uh, uh, Vera, Lana, and then Mordecai. We'll just go in that order. Okay. Um, but we currently don't have eyes on our quarry, correct? Uh, no, you currently don't. Okay. Um... So you know this will either go... They'll either try to get past you and go back to the Lake Sprite, or they'll continue up. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to, uh, say, uh, well, uh, might as well split up, and I'm gonna, uh, scoop you off of my shoulder and put you down and start hoofing, um, towards where they might be going. Okay. Uh, so kind of keeping an eye out for them while I go. All right, so you're heading further into town? Yeah, yeah, because it's going, um, on the map, it would be going towards seven, right? Yes. All right. Yeah, I'll go back. So, um, this bit of road seems quiet. A little too quiet. And so, because you decided to move this way, the thief does not automatically get away. Uh, ah! so, um, I need you, you see a Do number, see uh, you see a number of merchant carts moving through the road and you notice your target jump into the back of one of them. Hey! <laughs> if you want to find him, you must make me a perception check. Well, that's just swell. So, with that, uh, with that nat one, your thief gets away. You are not sure what, you thought you knew what cart they went in, but you checked that, you didn't find them. Alright, we then move to Bip. You have been okay. le you've been left at the docks. You've seen Ozek head off north. Do I know for sure that the thief isn't like in our this area anymore? Uh, like do I know that they left, I just don't know which would, way, or do I know that Would they're... Bip have heard me yell? If you yelled. Uh, I went. I went. Mate, hey, free, free check. Make a just a perception check for me. Okay. Also, so we can check that the dice are working. Okay. You. What the hell? You also rolled in that one, so no. You Ooh. are too. Uh, there's too many voices in the crowd, you can't really- people are already yelling at each other, so it's hard to, like, distinctly pick out Ozek among all of them. Um, you do get the feeling that your thief did leave, having been followed already, um, but- Having been followed already, as in just followed by you, to by where the we two are of now? You. Yes. Okay, okay. Then I guess- uh, I'm going to go to, like, the middle of all the buildings, right? It's so, like mm -hmm. five on the map. Uh, since Ozek went straight north, I'm going to go more so, north. So, um... Cover more ground. Alright. So, yes, you can definitely do that. Uh, several ne'er-do-wells loiter in the Brigand's Paradise. Large mastiffs wander freely throughout the discarded shipping containers and shanties. They are friendly to humanoids, but keep the rage cats at bay. A barely hidden tunnel leads to the northeast. Um, you come in and you see a lot of 
brigands and scoundrels, but you don't see any of the thieves currently. Hmm. Alright. Bratlana. Um, so I'm going to see if I can try to go around the corner that my thief went. Yep. You do, and you end up at the same area that Ozak is at. Um, and you see Ozak point and yell at a cart, but your thief, um, your thief seems to have ducked into a side alley with some overgrown bushes. If you would like to find them, you make me a perception check. Oh, I would love nothing more than to do that. I would love to. But the nat one, the previous two. Oh yeah, we're, we're ready to perceive. All right, so you find- Bringing it around with a nat 20, we love it here. You find your thief uh, lurking in the bushes and you have a chance to catch him. Um, so in that case, how would you like to try to catch him? Um, I would like to try and catch the thief with, um, you know what? We're just gonna, we're just gonna be real short with this and we're okay. just gonna go for a good old Eldritch Blast. Just, All right. You're gonna knock him. Roll the hit. Roll the hit. We're doing it. We're doing it. So, apparently it's really hard to hit someone in a bush. Um, so, you do so, and you actually... Um, actually, this is, a good, this is a good chance for this. V-Day, what does, what does uh, Varatlana's Eldritch Blast look like? It's, um, it's blue. Mm-hmm. And almost resembles, like, the hottest part of a fire. All right. So as she, you know, shoots that out. Yes. Um, you know. So, um, the Eldritch Blast hits the bush and does not burn the bush. It's not crumbling it away, but almost seems to blast through it. And your uh, thief begins rushing off, no longer hiding, but running from the danger in front of you. So you will be able to follow him very easily, but he is getting away. Um... All right, now, in that case, we come to Mordecai, who is dealing with a chance to catch uh, the burn-faced fellow. So how would you like to do this? Um, I'd like to cast Guidance on myself first. Done. Done, all right. I, I want to just get close enough to speak to them, and I basically want to hand with a couple of gold coins in it say you're lucky I'm not the uh, violent type why don't we make a deal and both benefit there's no reason you can't take a little extra home from your little outing and no one needs to know all right go ahead and roll persuasion and add your d4 for guidance 
23. Alright. Um... Do be persuading, though. Alright, so... The man, the man stops for a moment, almost surprised that you're not just tackling him to the ground. Um, I'll immediately toss one of the coins to him. And he catches it. Okay. And... Is he carrying anything? Um... Both his hands are empty. Well, one hand has a coin in it, the other hand is empty, resting on his hip. Okay. Uh, you don't notice anything immediately on him. He goes, Well, uh, buddy, I appreciate the coin, but I hate to tell you this, you got the wrong guy. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't have any... I don't have a book on me. Certainly. But you know where it's going, and you know who paid you. Well, that may be true. Or are you loyal to them for purely moral reasons? Hmm. You've taken one coin. Why not help yourself to a couple more? How much you will it out of character? How much you willing to give him? Uh, Just so I have an idea of like how much you're holding up. So I have 10 gold from Okay. Starting. Yeah. I'm not particularly attached to any of it. Uh, and I feel relatively confident that if I needed to, I could get reimbursed from the person whose book we're returning. So mm -hmm. I can go fairly high. I don't know what okay. the, like, the currency value is uh, necessarily. I... So looking through... The guy will say, Alright. Uh five coin. Well, four coin more. And I tell you where to go, and then I head the other way. I'm not helping you get in, but I'll tell you where it's at. Six, and maybe we'll make a deal again another time. I'll pay him, yeah. Right. He will take the small bag of coin. And... Uh, before that, can I roll insight on his... Oh, on what he tells you? Sure. On his offer, yeah. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. 17? 17. Um, he, is, he is a shrewd individual, but he realizes that you... One, you're not going to be his problem in a minute. Mm -hmm. And uh, you seem to have enough going on about you that you're going to be a problem. So he'd rather not deal with you. Okay. And uh, their cameras did a oopsie again. No. Oh, there we go. There we go. We're good. Am I, I here? Okay. Can you hear me? Maria, move. Uh, I'm here. Okay. Well, your camera's not, but cool. Uh, Dang it! Why? Why? Why you gotta be this way? Uh, first session! Yay! Oh! Fast hey, forward. Right. That was oh. fast forward. That was cool. I'm gonna leave that in. <laughs> I hate it here. Um, I probably won't. Anyways, um, so you pay the man. He gives you the location of a warehouse. Um, that is, if you're looking at the handout. Basically, where 7 is, it's north of 7. 
Okay. And... Uh, can I convince him to tell me why he went for the book? Like, who paid them and why they want it? Or even uh, just what the book is, really. Just get him talking, get any info. Let me check one thing for you. It looks like Maria's frozen again. Hmm. Yep. Um. Oh no, we lost Mordecai too. Oh. Bad tech day all around. Yep. Um. You. You try. It's more he doesn't have a good answer for you. Uh, rather than James is frozen too. James back. Uh, hey, back. Welcome back. Um there we there we go. We're good. Okay. Uh so you pay the man. You try to yep. get information on the intention. Um mm -hmm. he doesn't really have a good answer for you. He was, they kind of just they know the leaders of the different orders and decided she would probably have something valuable on her. Um so they took it. So they weren't necessarily aiming for anything particular, is what he's telling me. No, just took what they could and ran. Huh, that seems pretty suspicious. Is my insight still in effect? Your insight tells you he's or? telling the truth. Okay. He, like, right. It was a grab-and-go situation. It was just they saw a prominent figure, there was a distraction, they took their chance. Okay. okay. And who are they? Um, Him and the other two thieves. Are they part of a gang? Any I don't have of... a name to give you. <laughs> but they're not like working for they're, they uh, are specific a, They're a part crew. of their own little crew. Okay. I just don't have a name in front of me for yeah, that's that fine. crew. That's fine. The three yeah. musketeers, of course. No, because there's more than three of them. And he will let that slip at some point. Um, there are several musketeers. There are four, four people. Um, and he will say no more, and he will leave. Okay. Because you don't seem to be aggressive at all, so he's just gonna leave. <laughs> um, uh, I get his name. Can I get that out of him? Oh, yes. Uh, Dalnus. I'll give him mine. Dalnus. Uh, D-A-L-N-U-S. So... And I'll make my way to that warehouse you mentioned. With all uh, actually no, I'm gonna make my way back to the dock. Okay, so at this point all three thieves have been taken care of. Uh I'm gonna speed track us a little bit. Uh you all, whether through um actually, uh Bratlana, I'm assuming you're gonna try to chase after the last guy. Okay, so um you follow him and see that he enters some sort of warehouse and you try to follow him through the door and see that it is a more complicated lock than you're probably used to 
probably be best to get the rest of the group together before trying to just barge in here. If that okay. is if that is what your character would do. I don't want to steal agency here. What she would do and what she should do are probably two different things. That's valid. Um, but I think in this case, since she did see Ozek wasn't too far behind, mm -hmm. um, she'd probably at least shout to Ozek and, and Bip, who I'm assuming isn't too far behind Ozek. Mm -hmm. um, and shout, you know, this one's getting away over here. So, uh... Uh, Vratlana found the warehouse, yells at Ozak. I think at this point, uh, Ozak would probably... Someone would say, you know, let's get everyone involved before there's an issue. Swear Ozak is absolutely... If you're, if you're yelling, being like, hey, they're over here. Ozak is like, huh, huh, <laughs> heading in yeah. that direction. All right. So, um, we will culminate the group at what is dubbed in the book as the home stretch and we will pick up next time with all of you entering the thieves warehouse so Ooh with that attempting being, to enter the thieves warehouse anyway. attempting it's to locked. enter yeah because the mm. door is locked all that being said uh we're gonna go ahead and do outros feel free to plug anything you got going on or where we can find you links will be in the chat for everyone uh, and we're gonna start with james <gasps> i'm james uh i played mordecai who you just saw yeah. uh you can find brandon uh, as our Goblin Society game social okay. media at Society <laughs> Goblin on Twitter, where you will find the things that I do from a safe distance. And uh, what kind of products do we have out right now, James? We have a D&D &D magic items book, a D&D &D spells book, which you saw a couple of, mm -hmm. and we are working on just an independent tabletop one-shot board game thing. It's a board game that has That'll a GM. Be yeah yeah it'll yeah. be coming out hopefully by august yeah and uh at the time of this airing may 29th if i do everything right um all of goblin society stuff is on sale 20 percent off <gasps> wow. Woo! so go check that out link in the chat um that forces me to put the command in chat <laughs> um cool uh maria hello uh, I'm Maria. I've been Ozek and will continue to be Ozek because I love him so much. Um, I am all around the internet at Happy Capster. I stream multiple days a week on Twitch, doing a variety of different things. On Abraxas' uh, Precipice, which is the expensive RPG only for the wizards, um, happening pretty much every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. I'm also on a bi-weekly Pathfinder 2e game called Outcast and Outclass. Um, did, it, did it stop? Did it stop? Your, ro your robot is Your robot? <laughs> You're both frozen. And... Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna have Maria send me the spiel later and I'll just read it off in a pre-recorded. V-Day! <laughs> um, I'm V-Day. You can find me everywhere as Vibing with V-Day. I usually stream on Mondays and Thursdays in the evenings. Um, and also find me on Gehenna Gaming for Alien. Um, we're doing Destroyer of Worlds, the next episode. Um, you'll have to just check their Twitter for it because it might change. Might change. Um, 
But yeah, you'll find me um, either here or on Twitter, Twitch, everywhere else, vibing with eBay. Wait. And Mischievous Red is over here for me. Hi. Hi, I'm Mischievous Red. Uh, I stream on my own Twitch channel every Monday, well, most Mondays. Um, uh, 6.30 Central. I'm also on McStabber Studios. Uh, Sundays at 4 Central, playing a Vampire the Masquerade game. I'm also on Huntsman's Hydra, whenever we do things. Usually Wednesdays at 6.30 Central. Yep. Did I say 4 Central for McStabbers? Yes. I don't know what I said. Okay. Um, and... Yeah. I'm also occasionally on Gehenna Gaming. We either... I think when this airs, it'll just have come out, the Resident Evil game, or it's about to come out. Uh, so you can watch the VOD or check it out live. It should be, like, around this time. Yeah. But yeah, that's me. Cool. And I'm Brandon, a.k.a. Ashenworks. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Ashenworks, except on Twitter, Ashen underscore works. Um, links are in the chat. And uh, I am a tabletop RPG designer slash writer. I stream here about twice a week at this point, and I'm the producer for all of our shows. Um... So hit me up if you need help with that kind of thing. I do consulting through my Ko-fi or my Patreon. Um, and I stream on my own channel when I get a chance. Right now it's Tuesdays at 10 a.m. and then at Central. And then Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. Central. Um, but that may change as energy happens. I don't know. Um, with all that being said... We should also thank Alchemy. Yes, and... I was getting to that. Thank you. Thank you so much to uh, Alchemy RPG for setting us up with this lovely game system. We met them at, actually all of us uh, met them at PAX Unplugged, where we got this gorgeous book, and it comes with access to Alchemy RPG. So, uh, be sure to check out all of their things, and if we have anything to promote, it will be in chat, because I gotta talk to Asher. Uh, so... All that being said, thank you all so much for joining us. Um, we will be back again uh, in a few weeks. Keep an eye on our Twitter. We have some scheduling stuff coming up, so we'll see when the next episode premieres. Um, and yeah, you're lovely, and we will see you all very soon. Bye now. <laughs>